What's up, homies? Welcome to another episode of the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Anthony. I'm Angel. I'm a realtor. I'm a lender. And together, we're going to break down this crazy real estate market. We got a great podcast for you. I know there's a lot of buyers that are looking to purchase a home this year, and we're in a very unique seller's market. I know that it's difficult for you buyers, and there's a list of questions that you should be asking buyer's agents to ensure that you pick the best possible team. So Angel, as a lender, is going to ask me, as the agent, some of the most important questions that you should be asking. So Angel, go for it. So first, um, one thing that's very common when you're selling your house is to interview um, agents, right? To mm -hmm. feel like who's going to sell your home for top dollar. Yeah. And I don't think that's done enough when you're purchasing a property, right? Mm -hmm. To see what homes, what, what agent's going to get you into the home the quickest and in the, be the best way possible, right? Mm -hmm. So is that something that you recommend? And if so, in, in interviewing agents, what are things you should consider? Yeah, that's a great question, Angel. So absolutely. Typically, when you sell a home, you're interviewing two to three agents to see who's going to have the best marketing plan, who clicks you the most, who's going to be able to net you the most, sell you the sell your home for the most. And as a buyer's agent, when you're purchasing a home, I think you should absolutely interview agents. I think a lot of buyers typically go with the family agent, the friend agent without really doing their due diligence and interviewing at least two to three agents. I think three is a solid amount. And some of the more important things that you want to do before you even hop into that interview is look at their reviews, go to Zillow, go to Google, go to Yelp, read their reviews and see what other people were saying about them. In addition to that, I think you should also ask for recommendations, right? Ask for two to three numbers of buyers that they've helped. And if you're able to get buyers that were in the same price range, same location, that might be a little bit more beneficial because then there's more uh, details that you can ask when you call for those recommendations and it, it'll be more relevant to you. So I think it's absolutely important that you interview a buyer's agent. I would like to say also that remember, as the buyer, you are not paying for the buyer's commission, right? It comes out of the listing agreement. So whenever a seller sells a home, they list how much they are going to pay for both the listing agent and the buyer's agent. So it's not like, hey, if I interview three different agents, they're going to each charge me a different amount. No, they're each going to get paid the same amount through the listing agreement. So it really is important that you just find who you think is the best possible agent for you, right? Who's going to be able to provide the best possible service because it's not like one's going to charge you more or less. So that's also really important and to keep in mind. Good. Yeah, that, I think uh, you're on some really good points there. I mean, it doesn't, that process is absolutely free, right? And it's, it's in your best, I mean, the whole process, you don't pay an agent. So, I mean, that that in general is free, but just to talk to agents, pick agents' brains and just see what each one can offer is something absolutely, absolutely free and just what's going to benefit you more in the long run, right? Mm -hmm. So when you are interviewing these agents, what are things you should look for about not necessarily like reviews or recommendations, but inside their business, what are things that they're going to do for you yeah. to ensure you that you get, get your house? Yeah, that's a great question, Angel. So what should I be looking for in an agent? The number one most important thing is availability. I think in this market, it's an extremely tough market. 
And you have to be able to be available for the buyers at a moment's notice so that you're able to make a strong offer immediately because homes are selling extremely fast. Communication is really important as well. Uh, and then knowledge, right, about the market. And then market expertise. So let me touch on communication really quickly. So when you're in the escrow process, it is integral. It is essential that you are working hand in hand with the buyer just to ensure that you're following the deadlines and communication is so important if you're not communicating with the buyer's agent if you're not letting them know hey i need you to sign this hey here's uh here's what they said about our request for repairs hey here's what they said about the credit that we're requesting right if you're not being on top of this with your with your buyer as an agent then it's just gonna make escrow a nightmare so you want to make sure you can communicate clearly with the buyer's agent it's also important that as a buyer's agent you have the knowledge to be able to walk through a buyer especially if they're a first time home buyer there is a lot that goes into purchasing a home a lot of forms that you need to understand there's a lot of processes there's contingencies right there's earnest money deposits like there's a lot of things that go into it and it can be quite confusing unless you have a buyer's agent who's able to walk you through right the whole entire process and then also this is something that i think a lot of buyers aren't looking for and it's extremely important especially in this market and that's market expertise you know it's essential to hire an agent who knows what it takes to win a bidding war and has their finger on the market's pulse. So I think a lot of buyer's agents are like, hey, you know what? Let's just put an offer at this amount because this is what the market's looking like. But they aren't really taking a deep look at the market characteristics. What's the median days on market? How much are homes selling for? What does the appreciation rate look like? How much have homes increased in value over the last month, over the past 12 months, right? These are really key points that you need to be looking at that's gonna help you shape your offer for the future because I think a lot of buyer's agents, what they will do is be like, yeah, homes are kind of a lot right now. Like, I think it's, let's put a home, let's put an offer, you know, under asking price or asking price or maybe just 10 or 15K over it. But, you know, it's mm -hmm. kind of a lot, but you're doing a disservice to your buyer because we're in a market right now where homes are increasing month over month. And if you aren't confident in, the number that you're providing to your buyer's agent like hey here's an, here's what i think you should be offering at here's the terms i think you should be at because sooner we get you into the home the better in this market right so i think it's really important to have that market expertise so again just availability communication knowledge and market expertise are four of the most important things to be looking for in an agent i think those are um was it, how many was that four right mm -hmm. yeah those are four really good ones and I think there's one he didn't touch on and not that he should have, but that it's, mm -hmm. it's, I think it's something to, to think about his experience. Cause mm -hmm. a lot of agents out there can be like, Oh, I've been in the business for 20 years, 25 years, 10 years. Um, experience of course is an important factor, mm -hmm. but if you're out of touch of what's going on in the market mm -hmm. and experience doesn't mean as much, right? Mm -hmm. Cause there's, there's agents that I know who've been in the business for a long time where they're not necessarily the best agents, right? No disrespect to them, but, just because you've been in the business for a long time mm -hmm. doesn't mean that, or just because you work with someone who's been in the business for a long time doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have a higher success rate with them. Because if they're not going into, you know, 
continuing to keep themselves um, knowledgeable on what's going on in the market. And then how Anthony said with the market expertise and the current conditions of what the market uh, has right now, then those that um, that experience really doesn't mean as much as 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 advertised right the 20 years or oh, i've been in the business for 20 years yeah doesn't mean as much so there's something to consider yeah absolutely and i think another thing uh, that's really important to consider that i didn't list here is fiduciary duty so unfortunately there are some buyers agents out there that they don't really have the the interest of their clients and mine at all times right like sometimes they will not show a home because it's not paying as high a commission as another type of home Right. And as a buyer's agent, it's your responsibility to always yeah. put the interest of your client before anything else. So these are things that you have to kind of pick up on when you start to interview the agent. Right. And see like, all right, like, are, like, do they have like great fiduciary duty? Like, will they actually have my best interest in mind? Unfortunately, you just can't ask that question. Right. You have to kind of pick up on it when the interview goes along. But I think that's really important. Definitely. Um, you know, and then there's, you know, next question goes or a saying, there's a saying that goes teamwork makes the dream work, right? Mm -hmm. It's important to have an amazing team around mm -hmm. you. Um, is that something you should be asking as a buyer to your agent? What do they have? Who do they have on their team? That's going to help make this process the best one as possible. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's a great question. So I think as a buyer's agent, you should definitely have a team behind you to support you. And that's an important question to ask. So, you know, important team members that a buyer's agent should have are showing agents, right? In the instance that you're not available for a weekend or whatever, who's going to be able to step in and show the property for you and, and take that role? Uh, transaction coordinator, right? So if you're not the, the one that's going to be running you know, the, all the paperwork, who is the one? And will you have open communication with the transaction coordinator if you'd like, right? Transaction coordinators are amazing because that's what their expertise is. It's just really understanding these contracts through and through. And they have a lot more knowledge than most buyer agents do or most agents in general just because they're studying this on a day-to-day. -day. And that, that's what they do for a living. And then also a lender, right? So uh, buyers typically have a preferred buyer's lender that they work with. And I think this is really an important person that if you're going to work with that buyer's agent to at least give that buyer's lender the opportunity to give you a pre-approval just because number one, they have great communication already because that's their preferred lender. And then number two, they entrust that lender already, right? So you're, you're pretty much, you're pretty much guaranteed when you work with a buyer's lender that, hey, you know, this is a really good lender and the the pre-qualification is probably going to be a legitimate one, like a really good one, just because they wouldn't be using a buyer's lender that <laughs> has not been, you know, does not have, you know, a tremendous work history, right? So exactly. I think that's really important is to have, you know, a showing agent who's going to be available, or I guess like a team of agents in the instance that you're not available to step in for you. Um, a transaction coordinator if they if they have one and then also a lender that that you can entrust and that can also just review the numbers to make sure that you're pre-approved correctly whether you use them or not um, as a team I can tell you that uh, we have every time you know we pre-approve a buyer we always create a group chat with not just the buyer that pre-approved that client but then also an additional buyer's agent in the group chat that way in the instance that one isn't available the other one can always step in so that's kind of one of the processes that we have done in our group 
and, and I want to say one thing too, just to, I don't want to discredit any um, amazing realtors that do mm -hmm. it all by themselves too. It's not necessary to have a team full of showing age or a work with the team and they have showing agents. Uh, it might be a little little better to manage because there's more availability, mm -hmm. but there are definitely, definitely are amazing yes. agents who, who, work very hard for their clients and they want to make sure they're constantly showing them. So just something I wanted to throw out there. Yeah. But yeah. Def definitely doesn't hurt to have more people to help you out. Mm -hmm. um, one thing you kind of touched on a little bit is, is your process and about how you have an agent with you um, on a group chat, one of your showing agents. So I know you're very big on systems and processes. And is that something that a, a buyer's agent should consider what systems and processes are in place already to help you win in this market? Yeah. So, Again, it's a very, very competitive market that we're in right now. So if you don't have the best systems, the best processes in play, then it's going to be very difficult for you to win that offer for your client. So I think some very important things that at least we have done that maybe other buyers agents should pick up on is we've created a playlist for first time home buyers. And we send this playlist like, hey, here's what to expect uh, throughout the whole entire real estate process from getting pre-approved all the way to closing and delivering the keys so that they have knowledge already go heading into the process. Number two is, you know, a uh, PDF with a checklist of things to expect. And then just, you know, maybe a group chat or something where you provide those daily updates. Be like, hey, you know, we're, you know, halfway through the process. Hey, we're three-fourths of the process. And it's important, this group chat, to actually update it daily or at least every two days. Um, that way you always keep your buyer and then also the lender up to date as to where you're at, just because there are deadlines that you need to follow in order to ensure the best possible service and also in order to protect the buyer. Um, one of the key PDFs that we were able to provide to our buyers that's really helped them out is how to get a good deal in a seller's market. This is a PDF that we have that anybody can download if you'd like, but it's five key things that have allowed all of our buyers last year in 2021, which was about over about 20 buyers, and then all of our buyers so far this year, well, most of our buyers so far this year to purchase property under market value or basically under what the property appraised for. So being able to provide all these resources really helps out the buyer and really makes the process seamless. And then like I mentioned before, uh, creating a group chat with me. If you have a team, maybe add another buyer's agent or add an assistant to that group chat. That way there's always two people readily available per client so that the, the availability and the service is just to another level. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Um, having that system and processes are, it's important. Like you got to think about like when you go to like for example in and out they have their system they have their process right mm -hmm. so if you go to one in and out or you go to another you're going to get the same quality burger right so mm -hmm. and to be able to have something similar in real estate i can tell you that's something i'm working on on the lending side it takes time it takes a lot of effort mm -hmm. to get those things into place so it's definitely um once they are going though you as a buyer are going to benefit from that so much so yeah um i condemn anthony for for or i condone excuse me not condemn <laughs> i condone anthony for um for putting that those things in place because it definitely helps him and his uh his team out um aside from all the you know you know the processes and having a team and agent and obviously the availability knowledge all those things we've already mentioned one thing is, you know, a buyer may ask is, okay, aside from those things, like what are some things out of the box or things that maybe a normal buyer's agent isn't going to do 
to help me get a home in this market? Are there certain things that you guys do when it comes to that? Yeah, that's a great question, Angel. So I think an important question that as a buyer's agent you should ask is, how will you help me find a home in this market? Because again, it's a very competitive market, like me and Angel have talked about. So, you know, are is the buyer's agent willing to call the neighborhood, right? Willing to call homes in an area that you want to see if there's potentially a seller that would be willing to sell their home off market. Is the buyer willing to write letters to a neighborhood, right? Mail it out, be like, hey, I have a buyer in the area who's interested in your home. You know, is the buyer's agent willing to network with listing agents, right? Who specialize in one specific area that happens to be the area that your buyer wants to live in. So these are important things that um, a buyer's agent needs to do. And again, there's two types of agents. There are the proactive agents and then the uh, reactive agent. But the proactive agents are the ones that you want to work with. The proactive agents are the ones that are proactively trying to find you the home, proactively looking on the MLS for homes, proactively calling uh, listing agents to network and try to see if they can find you a home off market or find you a home um, before, you know, they have an open house or whatever it would be, right? Or the agents that are calling, doing uh, circle prospecting, which is pretty much calling a neighborhood and be like, hey, I have a buyer in your area who's interested. Would you be willing to sell your home, right? Um, that's the type of agent that you really need in this market because it's so competitive. But yes, Angel, that's a very important question to ask. How will you help me find a home? I mean, imagine that as you as a buyer struggling in the competitive market because, you know, no matter what team you hire right now, it's still going to be pretty hard, mm -hmm. you know, unless all the everything lines perfectly right away, which it could happen, but it's pretty, pretty rare. But imagine your agent can come to you with a deal that nobody else has, right? Mm -hmm. An off-market property or an agent that they spoke with that they have an off-market property and they can get you into a home without any competition, right? Yes. That's beautiful in this market. Trust me, like mm -hmm. it, this, this market can be frustrating and super competitive, um you know i know we spoke about it on the last podcast um about that that home in west covina that i, I did open house with one of my realtors so i got the final price on that it was at it listed at 650 they, they they're in escrow right now at 755 wow 105 you know, right? wow whole point of that story is it's competitive right so if, again mm -hmm. if you can get something off of the market off market property that that's a that's a big bonus mm -hmm. it's a big it's a big win um, but yeah, I think, uh, one other thing to touch on that, um, buyers don't consider because mm -hmm. of course they want to get in their home. They're not thinking mm -hmm. what happens after I have a house, right? What happens once I'm, once I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all in, I feel at home at my new spot, you know, what's value that your buyer's agent is going to bring to you post closing, right? Is there anything that they're going to provide to you? Are they going to keep you updated? So what are things you do with your team, Anthony, that, um, that, uh, buyers should consider when, yeah. they, when they're after they buy a home yeah that's a great question angel um so some of the more important things that you should be asking for once you're in your home that's going to help really provide value and probably save you some money is market updates right if you purchased a home in a city provide me market updates every 45 days every three months so i know how much homes are increasing in value decreasing in value and then how fast homes are selling and then also how much homes have increased in value over the past year. Maybe appreciation rates is also something that's really important. 
Um, equity updates, this is huge, especially for those buyers that are purchasing with less than 20% down. If you have a buyer's agent that's checking in, you know, every three months or so, hey, here's a CMA, here's how much equity you have now. You know, once you get to 20% equity, you're now able to refinance and remove that mortgage insurance. That's gonna save you so much money. That's where the real value, in my opinion, comes in having the buyer's agent because they're gonna save you so much money off of your loan by just refinancing. And I've helped so many of my buyers identify, hey, you got to 20% equity, congratulations. You should now hit up your lender to remove that mortgage insurance. So that's really important is the equity updates. Another one is mortgage rate updates. So just consistently checking in, you know, every 45 to three months, 45 days to three months, and giving them updates about what the mortgage rate market looks like, especially right now if you purchase now, and if your realtor calls you in six months and be like, hey, mortgage rates have now dropped from 5.5 to now 4.5%, maybe it's time to refinance. And again, you're gonna be able to save some money with that call and with that refinance. So that's also really important. And then lastly, um, just quarterly check-ins, just to see how everything's going, just to see if there's any way that you can help your buyer out to see if there's any preferred vendors that they need a recommendation for, whether that's a roofer, a plumber, or whatever that would be, just because as a realtor, we have so many preferred vendors that we've worked with, that we've established relationships with that maybe can provide a better service or maybe provide a better deal to our clients just because of the volume than just one client calling an individual like plumber, roofer, foundation, whatever it would be on their own. So I think these are really important things and these go above and beyond because a lot of buyers agents, unfortunately, they don't provide service after they sell their home. It's kind of like a, like a hit it and quit it situation. And I think that a majority of the value in selecting the right realtor is going to come after the sale. It's going to come in helping those buyers, not just purchase their first home, but create a portfolio of homes and making things as easy as possible, providing that knowledge because in providing these updates, these equity updates, not only will they save money, but they're gonna be more knowledgeable about the market and be able to purchase at the right time to be able to really create the best possible future for themselves, for their family, if they have one. Yeah, uh, I think um, one thing me and Anthony do is we have something called HomeBot. Um, I know Anthony's a little bit more knowledgeable on it, but it's mm. a pretty much a monthly, um, we pay a subscription to this company every month and they send our clients market updates every month, an idea kind of what Anthony said right here, update on the market or the equity of your property, um, get you an idea of rates of a refinance makes sense for you. Um, if you were to pay more towards your principal every month, if that makes the most sense for you, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. Um and that's really cool because sometimes I'll have clients and they're like, yeah, I looked on my home bot and my value is this much already. Like, I can't believe it. Or, mm -hmm. they'll, or they'll question the value, which is cool because they're getting an idea of what the market is now, right? And they're mm -hmm. like, oh, like, I don't know my home. And I'm always like, yeah, I mean, if you ever need a more exact, you know, you can speak to Anthony to get mm -hmm. in a more exact number. But it, it's definitely cool to see them um, get those market updates every month. And then they'll come to me when I'm in conversation with them and, and, and mention it and, and uh they just informed of what's going on even after they already bought their property. Yeah, absolutely, Angel. That HomeBot is such a magnificent, magnificent tool. It really helps so many of my clients identify when they get to twenty percent. Um, identify, you know, how much they can save with the current interest rates if they refinance. Identify how much they can rent their property for on Airbnb if they wanted to rent it out. Like it's really, really cool. Um, I would say though that. You want to make sure that your buyer's agent just does go in there um, every, you know, three months or so and 
tunes the value just because it is based off of an algorithm very similar to what you would see on zillow redfin and and you know other platforms where they provide those estimates those estimated values um, but really the best possible estimate is going to be going in and doing a manual competitive market analysis or manual home valuation and then tuning the value but absolutely homebot magnificent tool i can't emphasize how much i love this enough my clients absolutely love it um so if you don't homebot, have it homebot sponsor the podcast asap <laughs> yeah if you don't have it um you just go to the link on on in our bio and, and say it, there's a there's a thing that's called uh, a tool each homeowner should have and you just click on that tool or you go to our website and you can find it as well i also put it in the link of this video so you can just click on it in the link of this youtube video so it's a little bit easier and I think I could probably add it to the the link of this Spotify and, and Apple podcast uh, episode as well. That way you can just, you know, click on it and add yourself. I This is probably the most important tool that you should have as a homeowner that you should be subscribed for. It's just one email a month. You don't have to read it if you don't want to, but 80% of people do read it. <laughs> yeah, people look forward to it. Like, yeah. <laughs> people look forward to their homebot. I have homebot for my house too, and I look forward to my like, oh, and I question the value on it sometimes too, and that you know, and things like that. But it's it's definitely a great tool to have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, buyers, I hope this gives you a good idea of the questions that you should be asking to identify the right agent to represent you when purchasing your home. We know it's a competitive market, so you want to find the right agent that's gonna be aggressive but at the same time provide the best possible service for you make things as seamless as possible so angel what can we find you at at your mortgage angel on instagram at your mortgage angel on instagram you know where to find us at the love on those group and with that said homies i do want to wish you all the best take care and stay safe thank you hey homies it's anthony this podcast contains my opinions and is for educational purposes only. It does not guarantee any projections and should not serve as a basis for any purchase or sale in real estate.